0: Hello.
1: Well, hello. Would this be Ryan from the band Mother Mother? Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, it's Scott. I'm calling from the interview show. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing great. What are you up to? Oh, nothing too exciting. Um,
0: just cleaned up my father's kitchen, to be exact. I'm a so yearning on Quadra Island, the Gulf Island on which I grew up for two weeks here and staying at my dad's house in... Just made a mess and cleaned it out.
1: Are you ready for an interview? Yeah. Okay, I was a little bit intimidated, because when I've seen you do interviews on the Internet, you often have your arms crossed and your legs crossed. Was that intimidating? Well, it shows that you're a little bit closed in terms of posture. Ah. Hmm. Interesting observation.
0: Yeah, I mean, I never knew there was a direct correlation between posture and how much one is willing to divulge but uh
1: now that you mention it that makes sense body language is everything totally so what can we do to loosen you up over the phone um I, I don't know if i particularly need loosening up so awesome all right in a moment we're going to listen to of course the stand so as i bring up the music would you love to say a few things about the song I'm um,
0: sure. Yeah, it's uh, track two off our most recent release, Eureka. And um, yeah, says I say, it's the most misleading track on the album. Hey, this is Ryan from Mother Mother, and you're listening to the Interview Show. Hey. hey, hey. Tell me
2: your weakness. Oh, I keep it a secret. Oh, come on, just. Okay, it's vodka on ice, but then there's women on bikes. Oh, just the women who straddle. Oh, now you are a handful. I forgot about handfuls. It's everyone here You mean just all of the people? Yeah, and all of their peers And all of their pets And their chandeliers And Don't even know. Everyone's <laughs> and they don't even know. don't even know. Everyone's fucked and they don't even know.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host, and today I'm lucky enough to have Ryan from the band Mother Mother on the line. Hi, Ryan. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you, Scott? I'm doing well, thank you. Okay, we just heard The Stand, and that is a really, really great tune. And I was wondering, we've just heard the last two lines of the song. Could you explain those or expand upon that a little bit?
0: Um, yeah, well, that's... um not a literal sentiment, it's
1: more like everybody is, um, I guess everybody's out to lunch is is the meaning behind that. Would you ever record a WorkSafe version saying everybody's out to lunch? Um, maybe if there was a lot of money involved, but artistically it doesn't have quite the same ring. Absolutely not, I, I vote you do not do that. Me too, <laughs> Cool. That's my vote cool all right also in the song you talk about your vice being women who straddle and i was wondering if you could tell me about the last time you got to enjoy that particular vice um the last time well this is this is
0: uh is that hard to recall jesus um
1: that wasn't so long ago it was it was nice as it usually is yeah cool great thank you Okay, so I Heard the Stand was written while you were waiting for the bus. So th- does this mean that Vancouver fans, or everybody in Vancouver, your hometown, if they see you on the street, they can hear you humming tunes to the next record?
0: Uh, yeah, that is something I catch myself doing, and I'm sure um, for those around me, catch, catch me doing as well. I, I have a bad habit, or a good habit. A habit, nonetheless, of being kind of lost in a melody whether I'm commuting or driving or even having a conversation with people. It can
1: be a rude habit at times. Cool. Can you tell me about the last time you were interrupted? That was probably about five minutes ago when you called. Uh-oh. No, no, it's, it's good. There's a wave of uh, creativity right now. It can be disrupted. Awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear it. So you're on Quadra Island right now, and you and your sister, who's also in the band, you guys come from Quadra Island born and raised. So I was hoping that you could talk a little bit about Quadra Island for those people who don't really understand what it is.
0: Uh, yeah, it's a northern Gulf Island in between the mainland and Vancouver Island. It uh, is home to about 3,000 people in the off season and 3,500 in the summertime. Uh, I'd say the main, the main driving industry here is the fish plant which is called Walcan, and, um, yeah, it's very, very pretty. There's nice lakes and a, uh, a popular touristic landmark called Rebecca Spit. And, um, yeah, I th- the island is kind of an interesting mix of Bohemia and working-class folk, and uh, more these days it's, it's starting to border on a corporate quality being that properties are going up and rich retirees are flocking to such paradise school places as Quadra and other Gulf Islands but growing up it was a bit more free of that and uh, looking back I feel pretty lucky but obviously while I was growing up I didn't realize the good thing I had which is always the case.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna jump in and say if I was gonna use shorthand to describe Quadra Island to my friends, I'd say maybe Hippie Retreat. I mean maybe that might not describe it now, but certainly a couple of years ago you could definitely describe it that way. Yeah, sure. That works. As someone who's born in BC as well, Quadra Island's a very unique place and I was hoping that we could talk a little bit about how that might have shaped your music.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't I'm not sure that it did. I mean, I don't like to write about Um, the place, and uh, you know, I don't, there's not like a big nautical theme in the music, although I guess there is in some songs, but no, I think my writing really just comes from a place within or just from um, some observational sense of dealing with people in the world or even my fantasies, morbid or otherwise, of human interaction. I'm really not a very um, uh, 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 anecdotal writer, very fictitious. Hey, my name's Ryan from Mother Mother, and you are listening to The Interview Show.
2: Turn around, your life the real change without your consent, without your kid. I've been looking, I woke up today and everything changed. All my friends and now. I- place, it's up and free.
0: From Mother Mother, and you're listening to The Interview Show. And Chasing It Down, uh, I'd say it's our most progressive rock track to date. And uh, because
1: of this journey, I think it's a, a band favorite to listen to and to play live. So your record, it's called Eureka. You've said the title came from writing a record writing the record as an aha moment. So I was hoping that you could talk a little bit about what that means as an artist, because this is your third record.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, we kind of felt like we hit upon our stride with the record and, uh, felt grounded artistically and, and also with with the personnel, Jasmine coming into the fray and really tying things together on a, on a social front. um, yeah the, the phase of time in which this record was being written and conceptualized and then ultimately made and produced felt like, yeah, um, somewhat of an epiphany for
1: us in that like, okay, yeah, we were clear and confident about what we're doing. But to be three albums in, I mean, having making music as your job to have a like a eureka moment must be a powerful thing.
0: Yeah, I you know, yeah, life feels very gradual. I mean, it's hard to say that any eureka moment is truly one in terms of how they are defined. It's in retrospect that I think we we uh we we tell ourselves we had them. It's like, "Okay, looking back, I see how that was that was um a pocket of time where everything changed." on a dime, you know, but during that supposed change, I probably was just, you know, undergoing the throes of what always feels like a gradual
1: existence. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. I'm going to change gears a little bit. I heard a rumor that you wear women's underwear. So I wanted to know how that affects your strut on stage.
0: Uh, you know, it's good. All the all these tight pants one has to wear in the, uh, indie rock, field. Um, yeah, the smaller the ginch, I find the more
1: nimble the uh, the rock moves, for sure. So when you meet other guys, do you recommend they do that? I try and do that as little as possible.
2: <laughs>
1: Good answer. I, I keep it to the phone, you know. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So I've read that you started writing instrumentals when you started writing music, and then you switched over to lyrics. So I was hoping that you could talk a little bit about The Change.
0: Uh, The Change was born in in, uh, music school when I was studying jazz. And, um, Um, yeah, growing up and being involved in music and learning and studying, I just imagined myself as an instrumentalist or, you know, a real heavy guitar player. That was kind of my... Uh, musical aspirations, just to be one of those virtuosic types. And um, yeah, it was in my second year of jazz school that the uh, the art of the short, lyric-driven pop song uh, happened upon me. And um, I just changed gears because I, I got a little bit more out of that. It felt like you are able to be um, truly original in that format and the idea of better or worse was quite subjective in, in, in the field of songwriting because you know in the cerebral landscape of music if someone has a bigger vocabulary then you, then that's just a fact you can't really refute that but um, when you're writing songs your own spin on, on that form is, is truly yours and I don't think it can really be bettered based on the subjectivity of that. And so what I'm trying to say is when I was aspiring to be um, like a shredder on the guitar, I just kind of got the sense that there's always going to be someone better than me, you know, who spent more time in their closet practicing scales and uh, getting a grip on that side of things so it felt like a yeah an avenue to be wholly original and uh and yeah free of that competitive spirit but then after all getting into the the business of making records and selling them and you know it gets pretty competitive as well hey my name's ryan from mother mother and you are listening to the interview show Hey, this is Ryan from Mother Mother, and you're listening to The Interview Show. Uh, all right, well, Baby Don't Dance is a song
1: that uh, was written in Dawson City for the Dawson City Music Festival. Part of the magic about Mother Mother is the guy-girl, girl vocals. The two girls in your band have very specific voices, so I wondered if you could talk about writing for those voices. Well, I think the thing I most keep in mind is,
0: is the range. These days, it's the range and and uh, just trying to make the parts um comfortable and and I've kind of gotten out of the habit of writing you know specific parts for them and and more so allowing uh their ideas to to um things. and uh so what which I, to be a byproduct of their own instincts, in, in meaning that they you know, they write their own parts. I, I write a melody, and, you know, I'll, I'll give it to them and say, you know, what what are you feeling? Like, where are you hearing yourselves in the mix here? And um, one way I, I find to uh, assure that the ranges are going to be comfortable is, is just where I'm singing my part. And uh, if my part's too high for me, then chances are once you get that third harmony, Uh, fifth above or sometimes an octave above it's going to be way
1: too high for the girls so i think a little bit like that nice nice all right you're listening to the interview show this is scott wood your host today we've been lucky enough to have ryan from the band mother mother on the show as we end the show ryan i'd like to get the guest to pick a song of theirs and talk a little bit about it as i bring up the music i'm going to ask that you pick an older song because i'm going to play some new songs off the record today but an older song so that people can sort of hear where you guys have come from.
0: Sure, yeah, I'll pick "Ball Cap" off my first record, and um, I choose this song because it's definitely one of my favorites that I've ever written, and um, it just really reminds me of that that change of path, that veering of getting off course of the, uh, you know, the the cerebral. Musical, musical approach and because uh, I think this was you know really the first Mother Mother song that was brought to the table and, and working it out and, and finding those harmonies and discovering I guess the sound via this song was was a real magical experience one that definitely brings up a lot of nostalgic feelings. Alright we're going to hear ball cap by Mother Mother. Hey, my name's Ryan from Mother Mother, and you are listening to the interview show.
2: I like the treetops, cause they're each just like me, and I'm tied up in knots. Like the brambles and the weeds, I am the rooster. The people standing on the street, cause they are dumb face, dumb face just like me. Fair asking what we supposed to do, we got a Don't you know that beauty is only skin deep? Well, baby, baby, come on and skin me. I like the pickings only because they make me look real. Like the tree tops. Cause they're reaching just like me And I'm tied up in knots Like the brambles and the weeds I am the rooster In the morning You can hear me cock Yeah Uh